Welcome to Walking with the Boys, the show where we get our daily exercise and speak our mind. We upload every Monday, so please enjoy. And okay, so finished Psychopath. True. The two At least the first two seasons. The first two seasons that are available. Couldn't find the third season anywhere. And don't plan on watching it. But I don't think so. It's not very many episodes, so. Yeah, they went from... 20, I think, for the first in, season. In the ballpark of 20. To 11, and I heard season three is eight episodes. Yeah, so. Which is very, very short yeah. for any anime. That sounds like a dying show to me. Yeah. And it's only a 20-some-odd-minute episode, so, like, in eight, in eight shows. Well, it's season, anime, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, but, I mean, if it was, say, like, if each episode was, like, an hour, then I would say, okay, yeah, eight seasons, like, you could pack a decent amount. Or eight, eight episodes, I was like, you could pack a decent amount of that. But yeah. with a 20-minute show that where there's, you know... A, good minute and a half intro and outro and yeah true yeah like you're usually two and a half minutes that's just a right long. so you're getting shorter like not much content but season one i don't know how i feel about psychopaths as a whole as a whole okay season one was excellent yeah season two was ass not good true and the way season one ended up we should have just wrapped it up there yeah it let season one ended very um it was like up not up to interpretation but it let you kind of fill in what you think was going to happen. Very few loose ends. Right, right. There was almost no yeah. loose ends right at the end of that. Like, everything was wrapped up. The only thing that was sort of left hanging was um, Kogami's character. Which, again, spoilers. There may be spoilers when we're talking. I don't oh, know. Sure, of might. course. But yeah, the uh, not knowing what happened to Kagami, but he did what he had to do. Right, and I think it's okay because it, it leaves it up to the audience to speculate and be like, oh, what do we think Kagami was going to do? Yeah. The um, fact that he did pretty much... The only way they even mentioned him in the second season was... Like, uh, like in the, yeah. she was basically the mind state of uh, the main character. Mm -hmm. Never mentioned what happened to him after right. season one. Only don't even his, talk I about. I think he only mentioned his name like once. Maybe once. Yeah. It was it was so rare that we're like, oh my god, they mentioned his name. Right. Right. Oh yeah. Like I think it was either once or twice they mentioned his name. It was like in passing. They weren't even talking about him. Yeah. They were talking about something else. And I think he only officially showed up twice in like. Oh, uh, it was like three or four times. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it was usually whenever she was alone and, like, thinking about the yeah. case, he would, like, pop in as, like, conscience, so to speak. Yeah, it was like she was bouncing ideas off of him in her head, or, like, what he would say. Right, right. Because uh, they had definitely the best development in season one, was, like, the way that they well, killed off everyone there. else. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they also like got rid of everyone else. But yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, they killed off most of the characters. But, yeah, season one, the, the problem it had was, I think, very much, like, now, I know you're going to disagree with me on this, but uh, a Ghost in the Shell complex is that. So, like, the first season of Ghost in the Shell is great. I, I don't think the second... I think second gig was an amazing show. Okay. See, I think after the first season, it's lackluster. It's like, where do you go from here? I thought sec uh, second gig was an improvement on the original improvement? series. Yeah. Really? Okay. Was it The Laughing Man was the first no, one? No, Laughing Man was the first one, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Well... I also don't remember much about it because that oh. was like 15, 20 years ago. True. Yeah. Uh, but with Psychopaths, yeah, like I think that the first villain, uh, Makashima, is as good as it can get. And it's yeah. like, where do you go from there? You know, like I, how do you... I think this show was less like um, Ghost in the Shell and mm -hmm. more like Death Note. Okay, sure. Except for even worse of a second season. Right. So once they killed... Uh, spoilers ahead for Death Note as well. Sure. The spoilers for any show that we mention. Just don't watch it. We don't want to see any spoilers. It's all going to be spoiled. In Death Note, halfway through, they kill Al. Yeah. And then they replace him with Nier, and the show is never the same. Right. It was still a decent show. Well, it was a great show for the first half. Yeah. And a decent show for the second half. Yeah. Well, that, that was, I think, the same thing as once you introduce L and kill him off, where do you go from there? 
how do you make another... Well, they probably thought Nier was going to do well. Right. But like, Nier was still a better person, like, antagonist, I guess, if you will, mm-hmm. than... Uh, than Kamui? I guess Ka- it was, yeah. like, Kamui wasn't. It was like Sybil was. Right, right. With sort of the quasi-antagonist. There was like, you know, they, they kind of bounced... Uh, they kind of bounced around as to who the antagonist was. Yeah. Uh, they wanted you to think it was Kamui, but it was... Right. Like, then it was going to end up being Sybil. Yeah. But no, I, like I said, I think Sybil it's like, her son. where yeah. do you go with... Or Togana and her son. Yeah. Like, with, um, like, Makashima. Like, he was the... They already explored the whole somebody that doesn't fit the system. He was a great villain. Right. Yeah, he was a really good villain. Definitely top tier. Yeah. Uh... The whole theme of that of that season was him not fitting into the system or not fitting into like the way that society was ordered. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then season two is them just recycling that. Right, idea. season two is the same thing. Another person, but it's like, okay, well, wait, how do we do that again, but not just do a repeat? So they gave him some weird, like, insane super futuristic surgery where he's just a whole bunch of people joined together to like yeah, make a person. He's literally like 120 people. Little right. bits of each person melded together. Right. Somehow that gave him the personalities of a lot of them. And I'm like, right. Come on, it, and that was, yeah, like, I think it was a bit of a, it was, well, a stretch for the show to say that, I like, got your oh, chin yeah. and now I'm like you. Like, right. Come. Like, all of a sudden, he's, his brain is comprised of a bunch of parts of, of, of other people's brains. And well, seven makes, people. Right. But he had more personality than that. Right. And then, like, well, how does that, and that means somehow he's now a collective rather than, like, a single person. Which yeah. doesn't make any sense for, like... They, that whole season was a bit of a stretch. Not to mention the writing. Oh, yeah. Dumpster dived. Yeah. So my first problem with season two that I really loved about season one was the characters. hmm So in season one, you start off, you got the two cops. You have the new cop. Right. Who becomes the main character in the second one. And then you have the veteran cop. Right. Who's very by the books. Very mm-hmm. something stick up his ass. Right. Then you have the four enforcers. Two for each. You have the old man who's, like... A slick old used to be a right. cop, the grizzled veteran with the metal arm, the grizzled right, veteran. Right. Well, his, great personality, right? And specifically for him, his whole story arc is he was a cop before Sybil was introduced. Yeah. So he yeah, yeah. remembered like the old ways and whatever. Yeah, he so also always wore like the duster jacket. Like he looked very like well, not mostly to hide his arm. Well, sure, yeah. but but he was he was very much like like lo- looked like a, a character out of, the, out of like the Law and Order show. Yeah. Like very old school beat cop type guy uh, you know yeah so he was great he's not even turning what the fuck? nope uh, so he was great then you had the Kugan. quiet girl oh yeah who, the quiet girl the quiet woman who used to be like a rocker right she has yeah. a very she had a very weird backstory uh, uh, I don't think it was that weird it wasn't weird but it was it felt it, like watching that episode almost felt like filler because it, well, well, no, it was only filler because they never came back to her. Right. They rarely give her lines in season one or, or two. Yeah, even in two. Even in two, when they yeah. killed off all the other interesting characters, they barely right. give her anything. Well, even and you know what? Even in season two, like they, she says things in season two that make you think that she has this like closer relationship with Akane and all that, but you never see that. No. So it's, it so, just yeah. seems weird. Back yeah. to the characters, we have so old was, man, we have the girl, yep. we have. The uh, kid. We have the kid who they replaced with another kid in the second season. Right. Just the exact opposite personality. The first oh, one yeah. who's very like outgoing, oh, yeah, yeah, very likable. The second one barely said anything. Right. And he kept calling the head cop. Oh yeah, he kept calling the big, big sister, which was weird. Yeah. yeah. For no reason, because again, alluding to a relationship that we never see happen. Yeah. And then we had Gnosa as the enforcer, because he became uh, an enforcer after season one. Oh yeah, yeah. Which was the original head cop. Right. 
And, like, none of them have personality. Yeah. Ginoza has some only because of what he's been through, but he barely gets airtime. Well, that, yeah, that was the other thing. Like, they, I feel like they dropped the ball with what to do with Ginoza because he basically... They dropped the ball at everyone. Well, yeah, but specifically him, just because, like, he had such a good character arc in the first season of sort of that, like, by-the-book, sort of fall-from-grace type of thing. Yeah. But now, now that he's an enforcer, and you're like, hey, he should be, like really important like he should basically been doing this for a while right and plus because you know obviously it's revealed in the show that the the older enforcer is his father yeah and he basically fills that role completely wears the same kind of jacket got a metal arm the same way like it's exactly he's exactly the same character but with none of the like the screen time that made us like that character the the problem in the second one is the characters they try to give a lot of screen time Mm -hmm. were doo-doo characters true like the main character was only good in season one because of her playing off of her and Kagami playing off each other. Right. And her playing off all the other interesting characters they got killed. Right, right. Well, because she was, especially with like her and Kagami, is like she was the inexperienced newbie. Kagami was the the veteran, and that played well off well off of each other. Like she was very yeah, experienced, and Kagami had the experience. Now and, there's yeah. just the characters all ass. So the three characters that are. Like, main characters that are just ass, we have the main character. Yeah, who yeah. doesn't have anyone to play off anymore. Right. So it's just her it's talking just her, in her own head. Right. Then we have the new, uh... Inspector. Younger inspector. Who I who can never is, remember, but... Doesn't matter, it's irrelevant. Right. Her, all she says half the time is, hey, you're not supposed to do this, you're doing it wrong. Right. Uh, regardless of who she's talking to, she's talking to her chief, talking to her, uh, superior, the which is ever, yeah. No one takes her serious, because she just doesn't shut the fuck up. Right. And she's always tr- ratting on someone. Oh, Yeah. That and I, she, all she worries about is coloring her psychopaths. Oh, like, oh, like, my, am I becoming a lady yeah. criminal? Yeah, yeah. Which she never does. She never does. They, but, she never does, and they also never resolve that. Like, they never go back to no, say... No, she like, cops out in the end. Yeah. She goes to kill the dude at the end mm-hmm. and just cops out. Right. She's right. like, no, I'm not going to take it any farther. I'm like, cool, then your character meant nothing this whole time. Right. Not to I mention you're still a piece of shit, yeah, so why are you well, here? Yeah, true. Because I, I, I will admit, like, going through as, as we were watching the season, like, I thought that was going to be what was going to happen to her, that she was also going to become, like, a latent criminal That by the I, end. If that happened, they would have killed her. But right. the other character who, I don't know, on one hand he was good, but on the other hand he was lackluster, was the the, uh, the other enforcer. Oh, uh, Tugane. Tugane. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, I don't know how to well, make him. He had, he had the potential to be really cool. Because they the give The last him, two episodes, they just shit it oh, all over him. Oh, yeah, he just becomes the... A mama's the, boy. A maniac, yeah, and like a maniac, yeah, he's not... Even though he was supposed well, to be, like... He was always a psychopath, but right. now he became a maniac. Right, right. Like, he was just doing dumb shit. Yeah. And it's like they set him up as this very mysterious character. Uh, like, they told us... Uh, oh, he was cool as hell. First, yeah, the like, first couple t- episodes, he was great. Yeah. Like, he was a very mysterious character. He was found out, especially when um, the new inspector was snooping around in his room and found all the stuff he had, like, um, how he had been, like, monitoring Kane and trying to, like... Then he just manipulated her. And trying to be... Yeah, and then once the jig was up, it's like, oh, actually, now you're just going to be, like, our pawn and whatever. But, uh, yeah, like, they... I don't know. It, the problem is when they told you, because with Togane, like, they tell us kind of early on that about like oh hey through. it's yeah about how we do like hey it's a big secret but he has the highest ever recorded crime coefficient right so you're yeah. like dude this guy must be absolute absolutely insane right well, he is. and he is but we never like the only like we don't get any really good explanation for why but i guess because it's just he was like it, it's just based on his upbringing or whatever but, but it, that's the thing though he started off asymptomatic mm-hmm. oh that's right 
So and it got worse over time. No, yeah. it was when his mother died. Right, right. That he snapped and like, how does it even work? That doesn't make any sense. If you can't read him, you can't read him. Like, why all of a sudden can you read him? Right, right. And like, why is it? And my thing is like, if he had the highest ever recorded, like, I really thought that was going to be something that they were going to like go somewhere with that, but they never. Other than just like telling us what his number was at the end, and then like, you went like, yeah. "Oh man, that's crazy." There's nothing well, it's like. Was pretty high. But. Yeah, but that's it. Like, there's he. They only reference that in like the last two episodes, and then that's it. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, I wish they had at least, like, gone a little bit more in depth into his character and given him more of like. Yeah, he was a wa- wasted character. Yeah, like give him more, give us more time with him so we can actually see like why his would be so high. But on some good notes, because now mm-hmm. we're just shitting all over. Well, season true. Two. We're just <laughs> season season two. one, wasn't damn near perfect. Yeah, it was good. Like, it was, there wasn't many flaws I saw in, in the first season. True. At least that I remember. I actually paid attention to the story. Well, yeah. Because it wasn't boring. Yeah, true. Makashima was a great villain. Yeah. His dynamic with Kagame and, uh, what's her name again? Akane. Akane. Inspector, yeah. That was a nice dynamic. Uh, the whole dynamic with Sybil, when Sybil actually was neutral instead of turning evil in the second season for true. no reason. True. Or sort of evil. Yeah, it was very strange. Yeah. Season one was immaculate work. Season two was, why did I watch this? Yeah. And I don't even know how, what the hell you would do in a season three. Oh, you just milk it. Yeah. The same thing, that's the reason they made season two. They wanted to milk sure. it. They're like, oh, this story's not that bad. Let's, let's do this. Yeah. No, dog shit. Yeah. I would honestly be curious now. I want to go and like read a synopsis of season three and just see like what they oh. did with it. Just to see what the heck. Yeah, like, what, what do you, you they barely could do this in 11 episodes. Imagine what they're going to try and do in eight. eight yeah. And that, yeah, that's the other thing. I think it, it definitely feels way too short. Yeah. Um, like, I think you were even saying that, like, at the last episode, it's like, yeah, this doesn't feel like a last episode. Yeah. The last two episodes, I'm like, is this really the end? Yeah, because it wrapped up very fast. Yeah. It's like once they and got... And lackluster. Oh, yeah. There was, no, there was no big reveal, no big twist. There was yeah. nothing. Like, whereas at least in season one, like, the big reveal and or sort of is uh, when you actually find out what the civil system is and yeah. how it's made up. Like, then that's like a big reveal. And, oh, okay, now we get it. But then other than that, in season two, it's just like, it's very, like, it just feels really like, oh, okay, we're waiting for this big moment and there's, there's nothing. Yep. Um, but yeah, like I said, season one is, is like damn near perfect. Like there's there's a lot of intrigue. There's uh, good reveals. Um, you get to interact with like there's more. Um, you learn more about like society as a whole at that point. Yeah. Um, the storytelling is just better. Yeah, because like there's good world world building. That's the word for yeah. it. Like because there was that whole episode with the um, the like digital avatars and whatever. Yeah. And like that was really cool because it like, it gives insight into like what do people do in this society like for fun like what's what's life like like why do we like why should we care about all this crazy technology that they have it's like oh because this is like what life is like for them uh but even with all that they couldn't manage to make too good yeah they still could tell a better story than one while having to world build right yeah that's the other thing is there was no additional world building in, the, in that second season either yeah uh, so you didn't really get like I remember like uh, probably one of the craziest well, scenes well there was but it was like backstory it was very, it was very minor yeah now, like world building in terms of events but not in terms of like why the world is oh sure and like what yeah like Um, the summer of hell was world building but right right but not really but because it's something that happened in the past and yeah um probably one of my favorite scenes from season one is when they develop those helmets that block your psychopaths and they they reflect yeah they reflect like somebody else's whoever's the closest whoever's the closest person right um there's a scene where the one of the guys who has the helmet on just like attacks this random woman in public and you would expect like people to be horrified but the crowd of people around them are just so like 
have Jeez. never seen anything like that before that they're just completely they don't believe it's real yeah, like they like start 20, filming years yeah since. like they're just completely like oblivious to the fact of what's going on because they have no idea they've just never experienced it before it's been so long since the system was put in place that right. they're not used to violence right like you'd never see violence you would never see a crime being committed like that and I yeah. thought that was a really good scene to show just something like, to do with the hammer right yeah where he where yeah. he attacks the woman yeah yeah like that type of thing uh that was a really good scene because it just showed the way that like what society had become yep that reminded me a lot of um you remember that movie a couple well, not a couple years ago a long ass time ago uh the time machine no okay well so the one that was that came out when we were growing up was a, a remake of the original okay. uh, probably seen it. I just don't remember. right in the original uh, the main character travels very, very far into the future. Okay. And he gets to, like, the world as it is. And he meets this group of people who are all incredibly docile. Uh, food is provided for them 100%. And they're all just kind of completely numb. And they just kind of exist. And there's a scene where they're all sitting by a river. And one of the people falls into the river and starts drowning. Because no one knows how to swim. Because they've just never needed to learn. Uh, and starts drowning. And now our main character is, like, trying to save them. And he's, like, freaking out because he's like, oh, this person's drowning. And the rest of the people are just sitting there just deadpan. Like, they have no idea what's going on. So that reminded me of that scene where people yeah. just become, like, so docile and so, like, unused to anything adverse ever happening that, like, they, they just don't even know what to do. Yeah. yeah, they just have no idea what to do. Um, but uh, so that kind of reminded me of that scene, which is why I really liked it. Because uh, it just kind of shows, like... And I guess that's the whole point of the show is that, like, you originally on the surface, like... It's because it's futuristic Japan, right? Um, everything seems everything's great. Yeah, yeah, everything seems great. And then that's, I guess, like what Makashima release was trying to do is show. Uh, well, Makashima didn't care about showing other people. He wanted to see what you would do with your free will. Right. He was more cu curious for him than for society. Right. Right. And that and that was a little bit of what uh, Kamui. Well, Kamui was had a really different had kind of a different goal, but like he wanted revenge and to judge right. the system that allowed this. Right. Uh, but yeah, but both um, both villains. Did, one of their goals was pointing out flaws in the society. Mm. Um, now yeah. I think Magashima's was a little better, just because his whole thing was yeah, it wasn't revenge, right? His whole thing was I'm like I can't be judged by or I'm not judged by Sybil because I'm asymptomatic. Like I don't show a high crime coefficient. I want to give other people the means to do whatever they want and see what they do with it. Yeah, uh, and it was because he never like directed any of the crimes. He just provided. The means, the means to commit them. Yeah. And the other people then committed them of their own free will. He just watched and enjoyed. Yeah. And sometimes metal. Like, there was that scene with the guy who likes to hunt people. Yeah. He manipulated that arena so that it evened the playing field. Because he wanted to see, like, how this guy reacted. Well, he didn't care about the guy so much as he wanted to see how Kagami reacted. He, oh, he wanted to see At that point, yeah. he'd, been, he'd become interested in Kagami. Right. So he set dude up and was like, hey, I need to take this guy out. Knowing well what he was going to do. Right. And then, yeah, and then manipulated the arena that they were in. Yeah. And the dogs. He put the, the antenna on the dogs. Oh, right. Oh, the, the robots, yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was definitely... It was, it was a good... It was such a drastic change. It was. I got whiplash. Yeah. Because it just... It, there was so many things going on in season two that just ended up being unresolved. It, it felt like the same show, just if you took all the depth out. Right. 
like nothing else really changed like this style of storytelling was similar sure. yeah but the depth of the story was gone the depth of the characters was gone the depth of the world was gone the depth of Sybil was gone yeah yeah it, it, they just didn't I don't know. I felt like the the mystery of Sybil was so good in the first season that once the jig is up, it's like okay, that's like that's the story. See, I agree and disagree. So even after they found out what Sybil was in the first season, they still handled everything very well. Mm-hmm. But like, there was just a lot of points in the second one where she could have just talked to Sybil. Yeah. Where she should have and just didn't in the beginning. Right. Right. And just Sybil just became a total asshole. Because yep. let one brain become the chief, and I'm like, why wouldn't you just police that if all you guys are a collective? It makes right. no sense. Right, and because that was like from season one, like Sybil was just like the ultimate neutrality. Yeah. Because there were even things when Akane was like bargaining with it, where it just any reasonable argument was just accepted. They were like, yeah, okay, that makes sense, sure. Yeah. We'll go with that because it just it was that complete neutrality. Whereas it, they were actively manipulating like the police force and stuff like that in season yeah. two. Which just didn't feel. Which just is didn't implied feel good. that they let Togane to run things, right? Which isn't the point of a collective. So right, that was like explicitly not what they were about. Yeah. Yeah. And then it also didn't make sense. It was the end of season two when they finally like judge Sybil with its own criteria. Yeah. It realizes it has a really high crime coefficient as a collective, so it purges the parts of itself that they're have causing it. they're causing it and I'm like but wait a minute if your whole thing is you only accept people who are that asymptomatic people who have always really low coefficients no matter what they do why would some be raising it it's just I don't know it raises a lot more questions yeah and was, a lot less answers it was ass yeah they just went off the deep end with uh, how questionable some of the decisions were oh yeah definitely yeah not a huge huge fan of season two it really colored, you know, it colored oh, me on it. Jesus. Stained my color. There you go. Clouded you, right? Exactly. Yeah, it clouded my uh, my past. But, but, yeah. So, overall, what would you say the entire the entire with, series? With season one and two? Mm-hmm. Five. Five out of ten. Straight yeah, up dead the second season was dog shit. Do you, so, do you think the second season just, like, really brought it down? Yeah, I would give second season, okay. like, a three. Okay. First season? It's a shame because like first season was like a nine. Yeah, I'd agree. So I'll give it a six then. A six. That's in between yeah. the two. I, you know what? I would have to go with like six, maybe six and a half if I was yeah. being like pretty yeah. charitable. Just because I think you're right. The first season is so good, and the second season just really brings down yeah. the overall nature. Every of it. single thing that was good about season one, they're like, now we don't need that anymore. Yeah, we're not going to include that. Yeah. So. What a shame. True. But what's up next? Uh, I guess we're finally starting One Piece. Yeah, that's buddy. The, the big one. Yeah, buddy, we have to do a couple episodes on this. Yeah, I was going to say, that's, we're going to have to like break it up into chunks. We will. Like, Or, or we probably just review each arc, maybe. No, there's too no, many arcs. There's too many arcs, okay. We'll do it in chunks. Do it in chunks? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like what, 500 episode chunks? Maybe we've done May- five no, years? No, that's only two episodes. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, no, well, I'll get to a point where we finish a certain season, because I've already read a lot of it. Okay. I read a lot up to like Midwano, which doesn't mean anything to you, but for nope. everyone listening, it means a lot. So. Got it. At certain points, there's good key points that where like things shift or like okay, or there's like a people time come skip in or something, or, yeah. Yeah, or something okay, big fair happens. Enough. Fair enough. Like for anyone that's watching, Marineford, uh, in, in this lobby, like those are some key points. Yeah, I'm sure they are. <laughs> but you have no idea. <laughs> no, that's no why idea. I can say it without it meaning anything. There you go. Because you're never gonna remember those random ass names. Nope, I'm not. I barely remember all the characters in Bleach. Yeah, you still don't. I well, stop fucking lying. You don't remember all the characters in Bleach. No, I don't. Name four lieutenants. 
Oh, we my, can't. my point exactly. We can't. All right. I, I haven't <laughs> thought about that in a month. Jesus Christ. Name two. Besides Ruki. Oh God. Because Ruki is not one of them. No, I thought she became a lieutenant yeah, she later though. She did. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Two naming lieutenants. Uh, I would have to go with. The fact that that's so hard blows God, my mind. Because I can only think of captains. Jesus. Right. I can't think of any lieutenants. I can only think of the captains. I can probably name a bunch of captains. Yeah, no, I don't need captains. Name me two lieutenants. You got okay. this. Come on now. I'll give you ten seconds. There was... Ten. Okay. So there was... Uh, what's his name? Renji. He was lieutenant. And so was... The bald guy? No, he wasn't lieutenant. Time's up. Ikaku is not a lieutenant. No. You say that every time. I do. He feels like a lieutenant. He's a third seat. Okay. Well, he feels like lieutenant, okay? No, you know, you know who the lieutenant was? Yachiru. That's Yachiru. who was lieutenant for that division. Yachiru. This is the little girl. Yeah. Who was always riding on uh, Kampachi's back. Yeah. yeah. She's his lieutenant. Okay. And yes, Renji's a lieutenant. Yes, and Renji. See, so I got one. Jesus Christ. There was so many you could have chose from. Oh, is it Ren Giku also lieutenant? Yes. Okay, there you go. See, I could have named her too. There you go. It took me a second. There's Momo. There is uh, Iba. Mm-hmm. There is Shuhei. I remember there's there's so many people you could name. There's fucking uh, I forget the the dude's name from the first squad with the silver hair and the and the rapier. I don't remember. Uh, Chojiro Sosuke, maybe. Maybe. I forget what his name is, but it, he barely talks. Oh, okay, fair enough. I think it's Chojiro something. I'm yeah. not sure. There's so many. I'm disappointed. But yeah, next up, One Piece. He's one not going to remember three quarters of the people. Nope. But uh, he's going to be like, yo, that one, the guy with the bones, that yeah, fat, I, that fat guy with the gills. Probably, I'll probably yeah. remember their outfit more than I remember who they are. I'm disappointed. But wow. uh, yeah, it's going to be an interesting run. So we'll probably do maybe three, four seasons. Once he gets the majority of the initial squad down, we'll probably do one there. Maybe after, uh, uh, what's that one season? Alabaster? Maybe after Alabaster, we'll do a, do a our first one. Okay, fair enough. We'll see you guys then. Oh, yep. In for the long haul. Let's do it. Thanks, guys, for listening. If there's ever any topics you're interested in hearing us talk about, feel free to drop us a line at walkingwiththeboys at gmail.com, and we'll take you into consideration. Thank you.